to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. I'm Ollie. And we're Creeping in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. Episode 116. I love how you pause, like you didn't just look at that on Spotify. Yeah, I had, as well. to, I had to. No, it was in my book. I had to remind myself. Oh, Why so this, I, oh yeah, you had to. This is going to be our part two of what do we call it? Agreed, Agreed to, disagree. to disagree. But it was like, it's like part four, technically. Yeah, part four of the. Part two of the Ollie saga. Part two of season two. I don't know. Oh shit. Anything <laughs> after what episode 100 is season two, in it? I, don't, I thought we decided against seasons. Oh, we might have done. Anyway, the concept of the game is I... This was quite a while ago, so I basically we've got... How many we got? We might not get through all these. It's still quite a I, lot. I just blatantly ignored the listeners last week and just didn't bother... We didn't bother recording an episode. We didn't, bother, yeah. we didn't even bother speaking about Life's recording busy. an episode. Yeah, we've just got a lot going on and, you know, Mr... International Lights going on random holidays yeah. every other week. and we'll, we'll get them out as soon as we can. So we've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. That's quite a, quite a lot still. It really pleases me that there's a, it's even more. Yeah, <laughs> we've got 14 pieces of paper in front of us, uh, folded up so we can't read them, and they've, they've got controversial, or maybe maybe some of them aren't controversial, but they're not what we'd particularly stand by, uh, statements about horror that I've... Some of them I got online, some of them I made up myself. I Just because I've written them doesn't mean it's my that's my thought process. But the idea is, whatever piece of paper you pick up, you have to back that argument, even if you strongly disagree. Um, so, who would like to start? Would you like to go first, or would you like me to? Yeah, no. Why not? Yeah, Charlotte's going first, then. Have you watched Evil Dead Rise? No, but actually, no, funny... Why, but we need to watch... Uh, Charlotte's asked me to go to cinema tomorrow. We planned this. We I said was going to ask you when it. I got here, did we plan to watch it? But I think it's nearly out of cinemas, because there's only one Sorry, show you, you go watch it. I'm not going to go watch it, because it starts at 20 past 10, and I'm off to leave Saturday, so I've got to be up quite early. Oh. So I'm not going to go watch it, but you know what I'm going to go watch instead? The new Fast and Furious. I thought you were going to say The Little Mermaid. No, the new Fast and fucking Furious. I cannot believe but it. But The Little Mermaid also I'm gonna be, out. I'm going to hide my face walking into that. Some of the absolute bangers I've Odin have seen me walk in to watch. And then I'm, I'm going to go and Fast. Why are you watching Fast ticket. and Furious? I don't even know you like Fast and Furious. I don't Furious. like Fast and Furious. So the, why are you watching watch it? The originals are okay. Like, the one, one and two are decent. I've never watched one at all. One and two are good. I think the... Uh, I can't even remember how many I've watched, but one... Tokyo Drift was really good. That's probably one of my favourites. But anyway, sorry, um, yeah, distracted. They, they are they are trash. So what? But just because Shar, just because Shar oh, okay. wanted to do so. last week, I was I, well. I've been quite busy the past couple of weeks, so I haven't really seen Shar that much. So she wanted to do something, especially with me going away on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. So. Exactly. Right. Sorry. Back to it. It's okay. Gore is used to substitute creative writing and good filmmaking. Uh, I sort of stand by this opinion anyway. I feel like there's a. I feel like there's time and a place to do it, but I I feel, and this is going to be really controversial because... Oh, that's what we're here for. <clears throat> this is going to be really controversial because there will be some fans of said director's work, but... Sorry, my laptop's only on 33%. It's just been on charge the whole time. <laughs> You're right, it's literally just went yeah, like I know, sources. I was like, I was like, like what? 33? Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. And I think uh, directors like Eli Roth... Um, yeah, I remember that. Hostel. Oh, right, okay. I and, like the hostels. But they're not well written. Yes, they are not well written. So, 
And I think it does. Like, then again, the then again, what, what? What? But then, what's torture? Feel... Po- like torture porn's that definition. Like the terrifier. Yeah, it's terribly I'd, written. I'd, I'd, I'm trying to think of some good gore films um, with good writing. The first, Saw? the first two Saws I thought were very Saw, good. Saw ex- excludes it slightly. Uh, to an extent, it does start getting a bit far fetched. Yeah, I, don't get, I really like all the Saws, and I do like the story behind them. But you do have to watch them three or four times to fully. Because the the problem is with Saw is. It's, I think after two, it's all flashbacks. It's like flashbacks within a flashback within yeah. a flashback. And it's it can get a bit overwhelming, but I think the first two are really well written. I think it was James Wan, wasn't it, the first one? I don't know if it was the second one. I don't know. Yeah, James Wan um, I didn't know that. directed the first Saw movie. But, you know, I just... I think it is used as a technique to sort of hide the fact that, like, oh, this is this might not be well written, but it's disgusting and it's a staple. Like, the terror... Nobody's saying, oh, my God, have you seen the the screenwriting yeah. for Terrifier. They're like, did you see that girl cutting off yeah, from get what the badge to the head? Okay then, so to counteract that, well not really to counteract it, we're talking here about gore as in gore films. What about films that have started to embrace gore? Give more? me an example. For example, Scream 5. See, I like Scream 5, but I think Scream 5 was well written as well. Yes, but, and Scream 6 could be in there. The, the the most well Halloween the, the newest Halloween trilogy twenty eighteen kills and ends has a lot more gore in it. But I think that they were well written, and I, here we're saying that it's used as a substitute. So okay, okay, but what I'm asking is, can so so for example, for me, for someone who isn't massively into horrors, they might watch Halloween. So for example, my friend Adam, he I, I convinced him to watch the Halloweens, and he really enjoyed. 2018 kills. I don't, I don't even know if he's watched ends. However, I said, have you watched the originals? And he said, no. And I said, all right, we'll go watch Halloween one. And he said that that wasn't for me. Like that, that, that like it, it didn't do it for me. It, it just won't want as good. Yeah. Is, is that because I, is that because nowadays gore, gore is like an exciting factor to a film. It, it's, it's a shock factor. But I, but whereas Halloween, the original, it's all about suspense and and it's got really good writing and is is it is God being substituted because that's what the audience wants? See, I don't think. I think it depends what you're talking about when you consider gore. See, I wouldn't consider Halloween or Scream as gory. I would consider them as brutal. What about the what about the newest ones? St- still, I wouldn't qualify it as gory. But is that? But then I think. Gore is subjective because you could show. I mean, I was uh, I was teaching like PSHE on Monday, and we were doing childbirth, and you know you never saw anything, but they had to watch a video, and like the baby comes out and it's got blood on it, like that's like I didn't even yeah. blink. It was sort of just like, uh, but like there were there were kids in there like. What's the goriest film you've ever watched? I guarantee, I guarantee you, I, I bet you a trillion pounds it does not top mine, and I'm not even proud to say I've watched it. It was. It was, um, like, the Terrifier was pretty gory, but there was the um, Serbian film. Oh, that's what I was going to say is mine. That was pretty... That was that fucked was... up. Like, did that if you, for making that film, that, that should be you should be arrested yeah. for that shit. But the, the thing is, with the Serbian film, it did rely on shock factor. You could have taken out 
the you know the assault of a newborn baby. Yeah, just just to put it out not. there as a disclaimer, a Serbian film really. I, yeah, I, I'm don't not, watch it. I'm not recommending it, and this isn't one of them. Oh, don't watch but it. But it's poorly written it, as it's well. Not, it's not like a test on you. I'm not saying like, oh, you can't handle it. I'm saying it is disturbing. Just not worth watching. Yeah, it, it, there's no need for it. Um, but obviously, us being horror freaks, and we're always trying to find the the worst. Like, what is the gore? Yeah. What is the scariest? But, like, I, the thing but is, it was a, a Serbian film could have been an excellent film without the necessary brutality. Yeah, you've got to be twisted in the head. Yeah, the actual concept of it could have been an excellent horror film. Yeah, but like you know, just some of the lines that were crossed were just fucking vile. Yeah. But Some could, people could argue that is the art form, though. You know, you didn't have to have, like, what happened at the end happen. You could have had him murdering his family. Yeah. Rather it, than what it was. Well, that is a gore coming into it. That, that's just... That's unnecessary amounts of... It's not even gore, that's... It's, it's, it's just like something an, it's, different, It's an assault it? on your eyes. Yeah. You, shouldn't, you shouldn't have to see that. I, I... It didn't... I researched it before I watched it, which I don't know if that makes me a better person or a worse person... I didn't see. I didn't see on the research some of the stuff that actually happened yeah. in the film. So I like it did. It did cross me quite a lot, and it, I, I was disgusted by what I saw. See, I was I was watching one of them like YouTube like top ten goriest films yeah. or something, and I was got to number one, and I was describing it, and I was like, "Sounds pretty awful." I'm obviously going to watch it, but then after after like getting halfway through, I watched the whole thing. But yeah. after, like halfway through, I was like, "Fucking hell, this is bad." Yeah, I was pretty much the same. I was like, "I'm, I've got to stick to it now. I've got to yeah. watch it." But I like, I was just like, "This, it's just completely unnecessary." But it, you know, it, it is. It's it's, it's, it's semi truth to that. I think there's laziness. I think I think horror films, to a certain extent, have gotten very lazy. Horror films rely on tropes from other horror films to bring terror back. Look yeah. at the amount of remakes. Oh, that God we've you. got in. I mean, you know, you like Scream Six. I'm not a big fan of Scream Six. Love Scream Five. Didn't like Scream Five on the first watch. You haven't watched really, Scream Six again. Since I really like it. No, I haven't. Which is weird. Which is well, not weird. But I have also not watched Halloween Ends since yeah. I watched it. Yeah, I just didn't think that. I just what made Scream Six like what made Scream Scream just doesn't feel there in Scream Six for me. And you know, it was. I'm, I'm not saying objectively it was a bad film. It just wasn't Scream for me. The thing is, the problem is with Scream Six. It has some really, really good points yeah. in it, but also some like the 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 killer reveal. It's just whack. Like the ki- it's the lazy. killer is trash. Yeah, yeah. I I get it, but I uh, yeah I, I do get what they've you're relied on the fact that we're they've relied on the it's weird they've relied on the meta fact like oh the fans will notice that we are we're sort of remaking the originals but actually yeah of course we're going to know that that's lazy the, the, yeah the, the the issue is is scream one the the motives and the concept were so original and um, scream two again it like even though the films were meta there wasn't there wasn't all about yeah. being meta like i'm getting a bit worn down now with all the Young teenagers who were like, "Oh, we need to create a new stab movie." It's all about the fans. It's 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 crazy fans. Yeah, like, can we have? Can I, I want something more sentimental? To that's the, been to the, the base of four, five, and yeah, six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. From Scream Five, in a yeah. way. Scream Scream Four, kind of a bit different because it was more just about wanting to be famous. Well, that was the first time we had that yeah. as well, wasn't it? It was ahead of its time, I think. Scream Four. Yeah, definitely. But anyway, we're going off on a yeah, tangent. Yeah, we're going I'll back let to you Scream. Pick mine for me. Oh, okay. Uh, there you go. So, well, the Halloween franchise should stop now. Yes, but I've heard it's not. So, where I'm going to go with this direction is, I'm going to twist it a little bit, and it it breaks my heart. 
maybe, maybe, I'm not saying it's time for, right, so Halloween, for people who don't know, they, I can't remember how many films there are, there's, there's a load of them, but the, the original concept for Halloween was, it was a very cheap film, and the idea was, it was kind of like a Goosebumps thing, for people who know what that anthology. is. anthology. Anthology, so it was going to be one film, one story, the next film, completely unrelated, no, no story relating to the first one, they're just individual pieces of film, but all under the anthology of Halloween, like these things happen around Halloween, whatever. And that was supposed to be the original idea. But because of the success of Halloween 1, they continued Michael Myers with Halloween 2. And then with Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, they tried to go back to the anthology idea. And it just didn't work. I now think it's time to do that. I think... I think... I would love to see Michael Myers back. I would love to, just because of... He's uh, my favourite... He's yeah. my favourite killer. Is 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 like an icon in horror. However, the as much as I didn't like Halloween Ends, I think the ending... Don't don't get me wrong. Michael's been through so many deaths, and I, there's so many times you could say he would never survive that. But, but he was literally ground. He was up. put in a meat grinder. Yeah, like, like he was ground up. Like that to me now states Michael Myers is is dead. I don't even mind. The thing is, this even with my disliking towards Halloween uh, ends, I don't mind the idea of evil being an essence. Yeah. However, take it in its own direction. Stop dragging Michael. Like Halloween ends shouldn't have had Michael in it. It it. It was kind of it, that. That's we've been over this before. It felt cheap to the fans. It, it was just like, oh, come watch Michael. Never mind, we're doing this. Mm. But I do. I don't mind the concept of evil being an, an entity, and, and it, it it has different shapes and different forms. So if they wanted to continue that with with more Halloween films in a, in an anthology idea, that's fine. Halloween shouldn't have to stop. Michael Myers now is dead. I won't mind a remake, or I won't mind. I won't even. Right, so I wouldn't care about more Michael Myers films, even if they were shit because I've got Michael Myers in. However, from an actual, from an actual neutral fan of horror perspective, it's done now. Like yeah, Michael Myers, dead. Michael Myers' story is done now. Like you, you can only be dragged out so far. That's what I kind of envy about Ghostface. Is it's because it's different. Yeah, people. it's a costume. It's not a person. Whereas with Michael, they tried it with Corey, making him like Michael. Just you've either got to have Michael or it's got to be something different because nothing's ever going to live up to it. Um, so I think it, not necessarily Halloween films should stop now, but the Michael Myers Halloween franchise should stop now unless they're going to bring out remakes or whatever. Quick question. I watched... I, this was from ages and ages ago because I meant to ask you it and then I never got to answer it. It was when we were watching Halloween Ends, actually, in the cinema. That's how long ago it was. But in Jeepers Creepers Reborn and Jeepers Creepers 2 and blah, blah, blah and all, all these Jeepers Creepers, he... What he eats morphs into part of the creeper. Would you have been satisfied with the ending of Halloween if it had been what you wanted, which was a slasher fest with yeah. Michael Myers, and then at the end, as he was about to die, grabbed Corey's face and morphed into hun, uh, hun, uh, Michael hun. Myers from Corey's state? Oh, mm. See, not necessarily morphed, because that feels a bit Jason X to me, which is when he was just like that glowing orb that yeah. went into different different vessels but the concept idea yes i like even if it was more i i like even if it was more of a case of it the whole film was michael and laurie but well not the whole film but the, the, that that's was, what it was portrayed that to was be, a concept wasn't it? Michael, right? michael, michael and laurie going at it one last time and then you're right maybe i'd have preferred for michael to to have snapped Corey, and and then at the end of the film like Corey, falling on his car yeah, yeah or, or Corey. 
Corey picking up the mask and leaving it on a cliffhanger, but him not coming as Michael Myers. He could still be a killer or whatever, mm. but just not as Michael Myers. Because Ma- Michael Myers now is at a stage where he's too iconic. You can't replace him. You can't be like him. Yeah. So, yes, I would like that concept. But the thing is, they kind of did that halfway through the film, didn't they? It was kind of like Corey snaps halfway through. And then you've got this team of, of Michael and Corey, and it's like, yeah. fuck like off. Like a little tag team. Yeah, like, <laughs> fuck off. Like, Michael being a tutor. Like, give it a rest. When has Michael showed mercy And then, like, Corey beat him down in the yeah. sewers and took yeah. his mask off. Oh, and God, don't off. remind me. So, yeah, that, <laughs> that's my argument. Right, I'm going right, to pick yours. Right, say you pick mine now. Changed it up. Okay. Got such neat... Fuck off! Oh. No! Right. And I swapped it round at the last minute. The core four is better than Sid, Dewey and Gale. Let's hear it. <laughs> this is one that I made up. I don't agree. But for the argument's sake, right. I love... The, the actual concept of the core four makes me laugh. But I like the core four because it is very Dewey and Gale and Sid. I feel like they, they've really captured a modern version... Yeah, where I agree. The, you know, the the proactive... Like, I didn't like Sam in the first... In Scream 5, but so, I really liked her in this one. And I feel like she did embody the sort of a, a, a final girl. Right, so to, so to try and make this easier for you, I'm not talking the characters of Tara, Sam, Chad and Mindy. I'm not talking they are better characters than Sydney, Gail and, and Dewey. I'm talking about... The, the group I feel of characters. Like, I feel like, honestly, they're better as a unit because they're friends. Sydney and Dewey and Gale it, the, were the sort co- of like... The, a... co- the core four are easier to be attached yeah. to. We, we loved Gale, but we knew she was a dickhead. Yeah, like, and they, it... so like Sydney, Dewey and Gale were like a bunch of misfits thrown together through yeah. circumstance. These they all knew each other before. Yeah. They knew they knew each other. Like Sam used to babysit Wes, and I mean I know Wes yeah. died, but like she was the big sister of Tara, and they all knew her, and vice versa. And I I do like that, and I they do feel closer as a unit. So in terms of relationship wise, I do feel like their their friendship group is much better. They're easier to get behind because they're all with each other. They're all yeah. on the same team. Like you'd never admittedly. like you. You've got in Scream, like, and Scream Two, and then Scream, no, Scream and Scream Two. Did she do it in Scream Three? What? No, she was all right with her in Scream Three. Same with Scream Four. Right, Scream and Scream Two. Like, Sid got stabbed in the back by Gale so many, like, t- yeah. two, three times, and it, it, and it's sort of like there were never that there was never that close. They were thrown together because psychos decided to line them up yeah. in in real life they would have never been they, they, yeah yeah exactly that whereas is, that is they a massive are point. but then you could argue that makes the core for easier to back because you want them all they're always getting along they're always like this solidified group whereas sydney gale and dewey it's a lot more complicated like you it's said it's tense like it's always tense between them there's never you know the only time i can think of a point where sydney dewey and gale we're all together is one and it wasn't drama was probably at the end of Scream 3 and we never actually really saw Sydney Dewey and Gale and that's when Detective Kincaid's like oh we're gonna put on a movie and she's like what movie like I've never seen Sydney Dewey and Gale together under circumstances that weren't Did, well, Ghostface yeah yeah you are right in terms of Ghostface yeah the yeah the end in a Scream 3 is is the main one where they're all in a I can't think of a time where they've all been together without Ghostface bringing them together yeah, yeah, you are right. The, the, there was no, 
There was no link up. There was just no. a reporter, a police officer, and a and a victim. That's how they all came. came you could, to I mean, you could argue Sid and Dewey, but they're only connected through Tatum. Yeah, and even then, Sid and uh, not Sid, Dewey and Gale's. Oh yeah, I'm on about Dewey and Gale, not Sid and Dewey. Gale and Dewey's relationship. It's kind of um, it's kind of hard hard to back because it's always you, at the end of every screen film you never know where Dewey and Gail are going to be no. they might for example might for, for example at the end of screen one the the kissing and like they're in the not in love but you you get this warm feeling and then scream two they fucking hate each other and then scream three the same they hate each other but then scream four they're married but then scream five they're divorced and it's like you, that's that's why I, I'll always value it more because the the core four is easy to get invested in because it's pretty. They're all they all get along. They all love each other. They yeah. all care for each other. Sydney, Dewey, and Gail, especially Dewey and Gail, you 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 felt more. God, I can't think of the word. There was there was more of a pull to him because you wanted it to work, but Wes yeah. Craven never give you never gave you, you that because it was kind of like it's not all happy endings and and that, and I think that's what was important about it. that's why Sid, Dewey, and Gail will always be mountains above, which I know you agree with deep down. Because because their yeah. their their relationship is it like just runs said, at it, a deeper it, yeah, level. Yeah, it's a deeper level. It's it's a survival relationship. It's it's a respect for each other more than yeah. so just oh we're all friends. And this is what I don't like. You know, the core four was great and all. And I do like I, I do understand they are cl- closer on a a cutesy level sort of thing, the core four. But Chad shouldn't have survived. And it's like a happy ending and that just didn't match for Scream and Mindy the, I, survived after yeah, the train the, it's just the thing I, and the thing I love about um, Sydney doing Gail is like even even in Scream 5 they, you could argue the end of well hopefully not but it looks like it's going to be the end of um, Sydney's role in the, in the Scream franchise as far as we know even then with Sydney and Gail like you, the bond is almost it's not like friendship it, it like when when they meet up in screen, even when they're hugging, there's always that tiny hint of awkwardness, yeah. and it's like they're only brought together you, because yeah. of tragedy. You wrote so, about my mother. Yeah, so then you could you blame you, me. If I saved your ass. Like you, that's but, <laughs> but, that, but that's lies so true with the story because you when when you're brought when you're only brought together with a group of people about like with tragedy, it's never really positive seeing each other because you're only seeing each other because something tragic yeah. happened. So like it's, it's more of a, it's more of a complicated group than it is. Their association, yeah, their association with each other. Is one built on sadness? Yeah. Like they, that's what they link to and etch to. But they are at the same time, they probably need each other to grieve because yeah. that's all that they've like, like relied on. But yeah, right, my turn. There you go. No, no, it's your turn. I mean, it's my turn. To oh yeah, yours. oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Let's see what we got. You know what? I'm glad I got this one because I can easily back it. Go on. Final destination is the most original concept in horror. Okay. Final Destination, don't get me wrong. I, I really like them. They, they can get a bit daft. However, the con- name another film that's tried to do what Final Destination did. There isn't one. You've got loads of yeah. slashes, loads of possessions. Lo- do you know what I mean? You've got all these different films. But Final Destination is the only film where I feel like it really looks into... It's it's not frustrating because I do love the films. However, there really is a deeper meat like... There's a chance to go really deep into fate and death. And the first film does it really well. And I think the second one does a good job as well. However, after then, it it does become a gore fest of just how gory can we get these kills and how creative can we get these kills to be. But the idea of 
the idea of everything's got a design. Yeah, everything has got a design. Like it is a concept of the day you are born, the day you die is already set in stone. You can't change it. You can't fix it. That is the day you are going to die. It's it's destined to be that way. So I feel like it is a really interesting concept, and the idea of death because it's. It's not really scary. The reason why Final Destinations are scary is because plane crashes and roller coasters. Like if you if you're going on a plane with someone who's nervous, guarantee you're probably going to talk about Final Destination. Like, oh, yeah. don't watch Final Destination. It's just remembered, isn't it? Yeah, because but so the film does well in that aspect of just of a of a scare. Have you, have you seen that meme where it's like people in a car behind a truck? a truck with three logs and it's like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, literally, <laughs> it's yeah. It's like, everybody knows. So the, the the concept of death being not a person, not a not a demon, not a ghost, not someone stood with a fucking scythe in his hand, it's just fate. It is what's supposed to happen. It is it is the design of, mm-hmm. of your life, the design of the world. You are going to die on this day. And I just, I, I've never known, there might be some indie ones out there or, or whatever, but... In terms of ones that we've heard about, I can't think of another film that's that's attempted mm. the Final Destination concept. And I wonder, I don't, the only reason it can be is because Final Destination has done it. Like, what? You can't, you, you what, can't, what can you do yeah, there's not, apart from cheat death? You have to copy Final Destination because it's the it's an original concept. It's like the first slasher. Like, if you're going to make a slasher after that, you're kind of copying the concept. Yeah. Final Destination is, it, it almost owns the rights to that type of film of, like, death design. Yeah. So I think I, I just think it, even though they're not the best films, they are probably the most original. So yeah, I, I mean I, I can't disagree with that because I can't label any films as such. My only half argument is there's there's a concept called death of the author, which is basically the idea that nothing is truly original. Everything lends itself to something. Yeah. And you know I Romeo and Juliet, like throughout the entirety of the play, and this was you know fifteen sixteen hundreds. Ju- uh, Juliet and Romeo all, like, all the time constantly predict their own deaths yeah. and talk about a tragic fate. I mean, Juliet says when she meets Romeo, if he's married, my grave is likely to be my wedding bed. And it is because she marries Romeo. She assumes it's because Romeo is married, if Romeo is married to another girl, but actually Romeo being married to her does lead to her grave. Yeah. So her wedding bed is a deathbed. And, you know, the the concept of fate being there and fate working towards an intended design has been there since fifteen, sixteen hundred. Yeah, but in terms yeah. of films, yeah. I cannot think of another yeah, film that's done I, it. I don't I don't think that Final Destination, the writers or the directors came up with this idea of, oh, what if death just got a design? But yeah, the concept put, of cheating. But in death terms is of excellent. putting it into film, I don't think anyone else has done that. Yeah, definitely. Right, your turn. I've never sounded more like an English teacher than at that moment <laughs> in time, I've just realised. If a horror movie doesn't scare you, then it's a bad horror movie. Yes, I, I do completely agree with this. Really? I think there's different types of fear. Right. And I don't think, you, you do not have to be, you do not have to be sitting there with a cushion over your face and like trembling on the sofa to be scared. It's the things it, the, at to, night. To be scared, you, you like for example, we could watch a horror film and, and not jump once, but then when you get in bed and you turn the light off, do you think about it a little yeah, bit? Is, exactly. is that the scare that's factor? Fear. That's yeah. scare. That's scary. And I think, yeah, I think if you are not, if you are not scared by it, it's it's not it's not a horror film because horror is fear. And you know, then you can you're going to argue, yeah, but did you think about Scream? Did you think about this? Did you think about that? Yeah, I know. But what, I can sit saying. there at night, and if I look out that, the reason I got curtains for that window was because of Casey Becker. 
well, and Stephen Orth outside the patio. Dad got me a Michael Myers mask um, for looking after the dogs. Some form of payment that, uh, and it for, for you were buzzing a, your tits for off. A, yeah, yeah. For, for a few days, it was just sat on the kitchen side, and then when I was on my days off, where I stay up quite late, I was in the kitchen and I clocked it, and I just picked it up and I put it in the pantry and shut the door and thought, I don't need to see that all yeah. the time. And it's because, like, even though I, I can watch every Halloween film now back to back to back and not get scared once, it's it's embedded. The, the fear is embedded in me. Like, I'll never truly get over it. Yeah. It's why some people, like, you think of the horrors that you had, like the, the silly things that you used to get scared of as a child, but some of them will still sit with you. Like, you, yeah. you never truly abandon them. However, in terms of is a horror, if it doesn't scare you, does that make it a bad horror? it's hard to answer from our perspective because we're so desensitized to horror now like we, we've seen a lot we're, we know the formulas for a lot of types of films for example hereditary didn't scare me i didn't think it was bad but it didn't scare me do you know what i'm saying that that's my argument but i don't is that because we're desensitized to horror so well, did you not sit there afterwards and think about her slicing her neck with the piano string i did yeah See, but i think that's an element of fear in there even it it doesn't this is what i mean it doesn't have to be like a oh my god but like if something sits with you in that way and it's not you weren't disgusted by it you it, weren't it caught my eye yeah and I, but i think that's an element of fear it's something unusual or out of the ordinary that gives you a, a reaction of having to think about it afterwards even if it's just for a minute and i, I do i think that's I, I think fear is such a subjective and wide thing yeah but if a horror movie doesn't scare you it's not a horror film because it, it's not a good horror film because it, it's horror is meant to incite fear it doesn't i'm not saying that it's a bad horror movie universally but because one you're thing saying that it's my, missing the sole objective yeah. of being a horror film. Yeah, it doesn't I mean, make it a bad film. It makes it a bad horror. It film. It makes it a bad horror film. I can agree with that. Yeah, fair enough. Right, one them. Pick mine. I can agree with that. Don't make it a bad film. Just a bad horror. No. Oh, one. changed it up. Oh, for fuck's sake! Jason Voorhees is the most iconic slasher killer. Oh, easy, easy for me. <laughs> right. So, obviously, I disagree. However, <laughs> when if. If you, so you'll have plenty of friends that are into horror, the same mm-hmm. as that, the same as I will. I've, I've got people, so I've had people ask what my tattoo is, and I'm like, oh, it's Michael Myers. Who's that? Oh, it's a serial killer from Halloween. Has anybody ever mistaken or, him for Jason Voorhees? No, 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 no. Or, for example, we're talking about Scream. It Scream's a bit more difficult, because they know him as, a lot of casuals kids, don't know him as Ghostface. Kids at work, when they see my ankle tattoo, they're like, oh, Ghostface. However... If you go up to someone and go, the chances are they might not even know it's Jason Voorhees, but they know that that's from a horror film. That that's something horrific. Like now, I'd argue that Freddy Krueger is more iconic, and I don't even like him either. Mm. Uh, but uh, uh, do you know why? No, I've got to agree with it. I've got to try. And ag- <laughs> You've got this. <laughs> I'm literally arguing with myself. Like, I'm, spe- I'm speaking, and then my conscience is like, that's no. Probably got the most iconic. Again, Freddy's got the most <laughs> iconic weapon. Yeah, the right, finger. So, so the, the machete, very iconic. The mask, extremely iconic. J- uh, uh, Halloween. You know what? Uh, if you go into the range at Halloween, or if you go into any general superstar, suddenly from America now. Um, our American listeners. At Halloween time, you you probably in in these shitty stars. 
like not not fancy dress stores or whatever, but in just your, your usual shops, you probably won't find a Freddy Krueger mask. You probably won't find a Michael Myers mask. You'll find a Jason Voorhees mask or a hockey mask at least. Mm-hmm. And ghost, you'd find a ghost. Probably face mask. ghost face, yeah. So he's up there, like he is very much up there. Like just because he's not my favorite doesn't mean he isn't iconic. Um, but the issue, the issue that I found with it is he's not even the killer in the first one. He's not. Like, I would if, argue Pavel Avori is if, a if you, if, sick if, if you said killer. to someone, oh, like, well, for example, Scream One, Casey, you say, oh, who, like, Jason, Jason, Jason. will go, oh, Friday the Thirteenth, and you're like, mm, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, yeah. and so on, but not for well, other than at the end, what's no, the, what's no, he the blue one where it's not actually it's the paramedic. He has the blue mask. I can't remember which one it is. Jason Ritter. I don't know. But he's not actually Jason Voorhees, it's all just right, someone wearing right. a mask. Um, but Voorhees is iconically the, the killer of the Friday yeah. the 13th franchise. He's extremely iconic. Not my favourite, but just by the fact that if you go around shops or if you if you see someone holding a machete, the first thing that pops into your head is Jason Voorhees. Or if you go around shops, the, the chances are that 99% of the time you're going to see a Jason Voorhees or a hockey mask, which is stemmed from mm. Jason Voorhees. So... He is up there, if not the most iconic slasher killer. Right, so I'm going to argue with you here. And you're not going to agree with... Well, you might do once I explain myself. I think the likes of... If you're looking at generational horror, and I'm just thinking of generational horror here, the only the only film to have remade a serial killer, like rebooted a serial killer, and made it modern, is and made it... Um, attractive towards the younger generation is Scream. Ghostface. Had Halloween is very much stuck in Haddonfield and it's very and the I love the way it went. Don't get me wrong, I love Halloween and I especially love the reboot. It's one of my up there with my favourite franchises. I think it's amazing. But you've got an old Laurie Strode. You've got an old sheriff. It's stuck with an older generation. You've got Jason Voorhees who hasn't really done much since the reboot of Friday the 13th. Yeah. You've got Ghostface who's create who's got this hot cast, who's got this young cast who have thrown it into the real world with iPhones and things like that. And they've made it so it's attractive to they've made it so it's attractive to teenagers who are the upcoming generationals. Now we're different because we're from the older generation of horror now. Well, not the older, but the next gen the sort of mid-generation of horror, which is the idea that, you know, we still appreciate all these characters like Freddy Krueger. I guarantee if I said, if I put a show of hands and said, who knows who Freddy Krueger is to my my class. I, I doubt. Oh, I disagree. I've got kids who don't know what nine eleven is. All. Oh Jesus. Like th- this is what I mean when you see. I think I, th- I do genuinely think being a teacher has like assisted me in it. But you just see the complete generational gap between what you know and what they know, and they don't have a clue. But I, that's because, and I'm pretty sure I think it was in one of Dead Meat's videos where he, he talked about the fact that it's something to do with rights. That someone has the rights for for Friday the Thirteenth, and they don't want to let it go, or they didn't they didn't authorize something because the last Friday the Thirteenth remake. I don't know if you remember it, the one where she's tied it's up solid. in a sleeping bag. It was fucking great. Yeah, it's like, solid. We, it's a solid like, installment. We saw Jason run for the first time, which is terrifying. No, I really liked it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. But one that. I, well, to my knowledge, that film was not marketed anywhere no. near as much as it could have been. And two, with with the with the ghost fake, well, with the scream remakes, with that with the uh, Halloween remakes, there was always a plan. It was 
it's not just going to stop here. We're going to progress it more. Yeah. So it, it, it had like a story, like Scream 5, Scream 6, and I'd imagine Scream 7 will round up. It'll be a beginning, a middle, and an end, just like 2018 kills and ends was. Friday the 13th hasn't had that love. It's not had that... It's almost like it's not had the chance yet to be... Yeah. But you could argue the same as The Nightmare on Elm Street, which have yet to have been touched, really. For, for When's the last... Well, the last one was dog shit, so I've heard. About 2010. That, this is what I mean, so... But I'd, I'd love to see how well a Friday the 13th trilogy or a, even a double, like if they said, oh, we're going to do a two part, like I'd love to be, I'd love to see where and how successful they went with that. Because like, I agree with your point, it's stuck in Crystal Lake. Um, Michael Myers is stuck in Haddonfield. Like I do, I do get what you're saying. Uh, but I, I mean, he wasn't, was he? Um, Jason Voorhees went to fucking Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, well. It's a dog shit film. I, I love it though. It's like a guilty pleasure. It was Jason on a boat. Can I argue for, for as night, well though that Halloween has an older cast now, but in the, I think disagreeing with this, there was no main apart from Jason Voorhees himself. There was no main character. There's in no survival guide. No, and I think that damages it. It does a hundred percent because 100%. You, you follow it with. Haddonfield and Halloween, you follow the story of Laurie as well as Michael. With Scream, you follow Sydney uh, with Ghostface, with Nightmare on Elm Street for most part. A, a killer is only as, it with a, a killer is only as good as its victim. It need, like you need, it's like the Joker and Batman. It's like Sydney and Ghostface. But it's you like, need a link because there's a link with Laurie and Michael. There's a link with Sydney and Ghostface or Sam and Ghostface. Yeah, like what? what? And, why was you so excited for Scream 5? Because you got to see Sydney, Sydney back. Yeah. Why was I so excited for Halloween? Because I got to see Laurie Strode back. Versus, and Michael. Yeah, yeah versus. Like you, you need, yeah, it's almost like Freddie and Jason don't have the soulmates. They're what, the ones who, the, the one that got away. They can't, you kind of need that so you can follow up. Because otherwise, which they've done with Friday the 13th, you get bloody 10 plus films or whatever it is of just, oh, this, this one, he finds his teenagers and kills them. This one, which most slashes are, but we've always got Sydney and Dewey and Gale. We've yeah. always got... We've always got the Strodes. Do you know what I mean? You've, yeah. you've always got that. So I agree with that. But with like Friday the 13th, you had, we started with Alice, but I do feel like Alice was such a weak final girl to begin with. She didn't really stand a chance to the testament. She did survive. Yeah. But I think she died in the second one. I think yeah. she was the opening kill, actually. But she, you know, she, she was this opening survival girl. But there's just no link established between the victim and the yeah. killer either. I couldn't tell you the name of the girl in the first uh, Friday the 13th. Yeah, Alice. Is it, yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, I could have never that's told it you was. that. But because there's not that there, it's, it is very much just, oh, he's in a camp, oh, he's killing people, oh, the main person kills him, but has he actually really yeah. back? The, the, the issue with it is, is they kind of focused more on the storyline of Jason, like as a child, what happened to him, which is fine and it makes sense, but after two or three films, we know it was just boy who drowned in a late light. And, and we've cut him off as well because... Pamela Voorhees, the mother, never had another child. So we can't think of any lost siblings. Yeah, that fall. Ca- yeah there's, there's kind no of, family, yeah. there's nothing. And because, you know, Pamela's head got chopped off, like we've got the bloodline has stopped, so we can't yeah, even bring a family it, all, all member. All it's in. got is killing like, all it's got is killing teenagers, like that that's all they've got. And the thing is as but well. Back, but the problem is back in them days, that's all people wanted. Like yeah. it, now 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 this day and age, slashes have been used and abused to the point where now we need more. We need depth. We need storyline. We need character arcs. Whereas before, I'd imagine. What back does in... Tara call it? What What does Tara call it in Scream, where she's on about like the Babadook and stuff like that? She calls oh, them certain films. Horror. She calls it. 
I can't remember what I know what you uh, mean. Yeah, right but we start. need that. Yeah, like, yeah, that's... because slashes have been rinsed now. So obviously we can't comment because we wasn't we wasn't alive and and like when Friday the Thirteenth and Halloween started popping out, we might have just been buzzing with loads of kills on yeah. it because it wasn't that was like slasher was like the it was revamped it was horrid fresh it was it, it was new, so yeah I agree with your point. Right, shall we call it there? I think we shall. We're going to have to do a part three. We're at 40 minutes and we've done what? Three, three each. each. And I, I've, we've still got eight left to go. Yeah, we'll just have to call it a part When I was three. writing these out, I remember thinking, think, thinking, thinking, I haven't done enough here and it's going to go through three episodes worth. <laughs> but there were some good ones that I enjoyed. Yeah, they were. Most. It was good. It was good. So It's really pissing me off what Tara calls it. I'm going to have to find it as soon as we've come off here. So next episode, The Vivitch, aka Vivitch. The Witch. You know we're definitely watching. You know what I'm going to make you watch, don't you? Oh, is it that one, that funny one that you said? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay. Well, good, because I haven't watched it yet, so it'll, it'll be kind of good that I haven't watched it. Yeah. Right, so, yeah, next week will be The Witch. Elevated Horror! Elevated Horror, that was it. <laughs> there it is. You got it in before the episode finished Boom. as well. Yeah, so next week, tune in for The Witch. The Vivitch. The Vivitch. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed. Thanks for listening. Thanks, bye.